how do we hold on to hope for our children? As parenting heroes, we want our children to feel our love, to know that they are worthy and needed, and to keep them connected to our family and the things that matter most. We are Kent and Amy Bowler, and we are here to fortify you in that divine calling as parenting heroes. This is where joy lives. Welcome to Revolutionary Families. Such a great question, and it reminds me of a story from one of our favorite books, and maybe you've seen the movie, but it's called The Giver. And The Giver is a dystopian society. At the beginning of the book, you kind of think it might be a utopian society. Everything is happy. Everything is going fine in this community. But the, as you go along, you realize that there are some very specific things that are very different than our society. And the main thing is that people have to be all the same there's no um, there's no differences in appearances really they all have the same clothes they get their occupation chosen by the people in charge of the community they um, they go to school and at each age they get they learn different things and then they start to um, they get their occupation. I mean, there's just so many things that are all, all their houses are exactly the same. Uh, the children don't stay with the parents. They There's birth parents and then the kids are brought to them. It's just this crazy dystopian society. But, um, well, but it seems like all is perfectly great. All peachy king. <clears throat> right. But right. it's not. Yeah. And then there is this one character who is called the giver. And he is different than everybody else in the story. And the giver has some knowledge that nobody else has. Um, there's, they have somehow blocked the memories from everybody in the community except the giver. And the giver has this ability because he has seen the past that he can see beyond is what it, what they say. He can see beyond. He can see beyond their community. <clears throat> he can see beyond the, the here and now and the things that the community needs. And he is also the only one who can experience pain or joy because nobody has those memories. They've done something you know, chemically. They take pills all the time so that they don't experience any kind of very strong emotion at all. So and, is this a good thing for us and our families with teens? Is that what we're looking for? Right. This is dystopian. Oh, right. So we're not going to strip our teens from all their emotions. We want them to have emotions. I don't know, but sometimes I think <laughs> we want, we kind of feel like that would be great if we were all just kind of even. <laughs> um, but, but in reality, it's not great because if you don't have the sadness, then you don't have the joy. And that's, that's what you see in this book. And that's one of the reasons that we love it so much. But today we want to focus on this idea of the giver and how he can see beyond what's happening right now and how, how much that helps his community. He's able to have wisdom that they don't have because he doesn't have, because he understands the past. He sees mistakes that have been made. He sees how they learn from the pain or from the sorrow, from the death, from the mistakes, all of those kinds of things that there isn't that kind of learning when they're not allowed to make mistakes, when they're not allowed to try things. They're not allowed to, as soon as somebody starts um, saying something like, oh, I'm, I'm so upset. I'm so mad at you. I, any of those kinds of statements, it's like uh, precision of language. What do you actually feel? And they kind of like rein it back so that they can't, it's like, yeah, they can't really feel anything. And 
So we think about this giver and this ability he has to see beyond. And we feel like that is a huge part of our role as parents is to have this vision. We have the role of being these visionaries as being these holders of the wisdom in our family so that we can see beyond where they can see right now. They are in their own little world and it's part of their development and part of their growing up. And so they can't always see beyond where they are. They see the mess that they're in, but not necessarily where where they're headed and where they can go. Yeah. So as as the givers for our family, we we need to see, we need to look. Mm-hmm. And part of that comes from looking at our own experiences growing up, looking at our 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 parents, uh, and then just paying attention and being aware because there are so many things out there that are deceptive or distracting or that can pull us away from our true character, our true identity, our true purpose. And for us as the parents, then we want to see beyond and catch that vision and then be able to communicate that to our children and and sometimes as we're communicating that to our children we don't necessarily communicate it directly sometimes it's just this belief that we have that we're holding on to in our hearts and in our minds of them becoming becoming beautiful and and seeing the path that they're on and recognizing the good that they're doing and recognizing the good that they will be doing as they begin to step into their shoes, step into that purpose, step into where they're headed in that vision. Yeah, yeah. So the other day, our our teenage daughter came to us and um, she was, it was, it was her birthday week and she was kind of feeling a little bit of just evaluating her life and what had been happening and just thinking about it. And she was just kind of feeling a little bit sad and saying, you know, I'm just, I'm just not doing that great. I remember when I was 11 and I was so mature and I was doing awesome. And now here I am turning 15 and, and I'm just like, I'm just regular. I'm just not doing anything that great. And she was just discouraged because she felt like she wasn't mature for a 15-year-old. She hadn't, and and I think in her mind, that word mature was that she hadn't developed enough. She hadn't grown enough. She hadn't uh, reached some kind of milestones that she felt like she could, could reach. And for me, I have a very strong vision of our daughter, I see her, not only who she is now, but who she can become. And I see the incredible progress that she's made, even if I just look at from when she was 11 to now being 15, in those four years, how she's grown. And this was one of those instances where I actually did share with her. I said, Gabby, oh my goodness, you are amazing. I am so excited about the progress that you've made, the growth that you've made. Look at what you just accomplished in the past few days. Look at what skills you have that you didn't have several years ago. Look at the ability that you have to control your emotions, to understand your emotions, to um, study and learn and be a leader. I mean, there were just, we just went on with, with quite a few things and some specific examples of things that she's done. And, and even comparing, for example, how she performed 
directing a camp versus how she performed directing a camp previously, right? And the progress made there and how she was able to manage her emotions and keep things in check and be super productive way more than what she had done even the year prior. Yeah. Right. And so helping her to see herself on that path moving forward. Right. We get we get stuck in our own skin mm-hmm. and and we are in our own heads. And so from day to day, it doesn't feel like we've made much progress. And and there again, as the giver, right, as the ones that can see beyond as the parents, we're helping them to see, oh, look, look at what you've done. Look at the ways you're becoming. Look at the ways that you've changed. It's powerful. It's amazing. You're 15 going on 30. Come look at you. It's it's a it's incredible. Well, and and we don't have to go go so far beyond, you know, it it sometimes we can overwhelm our children if we tell them, "Oh, you're superbly perfect. You're just amazingly wonderful in everything, then they don't believe us. Um, I think it's really good when we give them specific things that they're doing, that we see them doing, and those specific things that we can see. And then when we, um, and then to, to be able to see, I can see how these things that you're learning now and that you have learned, you're going to continue to be able to bless people's lives. I see the light that is shining in your eyes and the way that you lift up others. I can see how when you become an adult, you are going to lead out in whatever you choose to do. I see how you're going to be a great mother and you're going to inspire your children. And just a few of those things, a couple of glimpses that we see. And this conversation with her, it actually lasted much less time than we've spent here with you right now because um we didn't we didn't want to overwhelm her and so it was it was very short just a small glimpse and i think more than anything more than our words she could feel from our heart what we knew to be true and that was that regardless of where she is right now we are holding this vision of where she can become when she if she chooses to do that right and that's that's what we want you to be able to do as well. And so we want to teach you this tool really briefly to help you have in mind at, at instant recall, at quick recall, right? Just like in these stories, their greatness, their path, their vision. And then we call this discover your child. And, and really all it is is just taking a moment to sit down with a blank piece of paper and, and writing down some of the things that you can see as the giver. Right, as the one who sees beyond, see and write down where they are headed and and pick out those great things that you see them doing, those great things that you see them accomplishing, those characteristics that they've developed, the values that they're living their life by and and jot those things down so that you have already processed mm. that and and captured that. And now you have clear in your mind a vision for where they might be headed, yeah. right? Where we, are, we, in all likelihood, believe that they will end up. And, and we keep all those things super positive and super bright, full of light. And, and that's the vision that we hold on to so that they feel that through us in just our everyday conversations. And when things pop up, like in the story with Gabby, mm-hmm. where, hey, I don't feel like I'm doing anything or I'm not progressing and 
And I said, oh, look at this, look at that, look at that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, you got this. And it's not, um, I, I had a mentor who taught me about a little bit of a different of, difference of language. So sometimes as parents, we get these expectations. Like, I expect that you are going to graduate valedictorian. You are going to make this much money. You are going to do these you know, really specific things that can be expectations that our children can't feel like they have to measure up to or that they're never good enough to be able to measure up to. Yeah, that feels like a weight on the shoulders. It's mm-hmm. a burden. Yeah. yeah, and we want to be careful that we're not giving that, but it is a really fine line, and I really like the word that uh, a friend of mine uses, and instead of expectation, she uses the word anticipation. And I really like that word because it feels very full of hope, and it feels like something that um, is possible and that we are, are hoping for them and we can see is as the giver that we can see that that is who they're going to become, not in the specifics of this occupation or you're going to be a professional ballerina or you're going to be um, so good at this or that. Not necessarily that because we want them to choose their own lives, but we anticipate that they are going to choose great paths in their life that will bring them great joy, that they will be able to listen to the voice of the spirit and to follow that and to be close to God so that they feel his love and can share that love with others. We anticipate and and we also know that they're going to fall down along the way and that they're going to be making mistakes and that that's okay too. And, and we kind of, we don't necessarily put the falling down as a part of the vision, but when we're communicating with our children about what we see in the future, um, we know that that it's okay, that it's not going to be this perfect, easy path to get there, but that we're there with them. We are on this journey together. We're super excited for what it holds for them. And really, it's the hope. Yeah, creating that hope because we have the power to see beyond and we've exercised that power. We love who you are as parents. We love the great work that you're doing. And we want to be connected with you. Make sure that you go to revolutionaryfamilies.com. It's so fun every day to see those names coming in as you uh, download the PDF that's there and and we add your name to our email list. We're going to start a new challenge here in just about a week. Super quick, super fun. So make sure that if you haven't done that already that you are on our mailing list so that we can have you be a part of that with us. Uh, That free challenge is going to be a lot of fun. And don't forget to trust that God trusts you.